Yo, Mike. <laughs> Yo, Frank. What's All going right. on, man? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we're ready to go. We're back. We finally got a little music going there. A little so, yeah, now bit. I really, now, now I know you're Italian. You take a week off, and then you just had to squeeze <laughs> in an extra 23 minutes onto that vacation. That's you know right, I mean? man. I couldn't you're help real myself. Real fucking Guido. You know? <laughs> 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 gotta milk every minute you can. No, I'm just kidding. I live for the vacation, dude. That's what I do. <laughs> Don't we all? Uh... Yeah, so we were off for a couple days there. Sorry to our dude man fan base. Uh, the uh, entire dozen or so of you out there, we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Well, won't yeah. happen again. It won't, yeah. Well, I was in California, Mike. Pretty awesome. I don't know if you... Uh, yeah, how was the wedding? There. Wedding was wild, man. It was in wine country. And we stayed, uh, we went to the vineyard that I was at, uh, where I threw the kumquat in the billionaire's face. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, leading up to this event, we went to several soirees and wine stuff. Um, and everybody was talking about the kumquat story. It's, it was the biggest story of the weekend. Uh, everybody was obsessed with it. Really? And yes, they all thought it was the funniest story in the world. I heard it repeated by multiple people, maybe, you know, 30 <laughs> times. How did, how did this story come about? Well, Who was the first person to tell it? The son, who I'm friends with, of the billionaire, uh, Adam, was part of the situation, and his friend, our friend Tommy, was there as well, and he was, right, so... There were at least two people uh, to tell the story, and then Emma was there. Emma told the oh, story three or so four times, funny. and then I was asked about it, so I myself had to retell the story <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. Uh, yeah, that's great. So you were just the kumquat guy. I was the kumquat kid. Absolutely, that the was cum- me. Kumquat kid. <laughs> yeah. A few letters different, and that would be a whole different party. You're right. <laughs> You let us different, and I'm friends with Pete Buttigieg. Watch out now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, now, Lindsey Graham. I see you there. Lady G. Man. So you were kind of like a hit at the wedding, huh? I was the talk of the wedding, man. I was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and the kumquat. Great. Me and the kumquat. We were big, uh, you know, very popular, so... So anybody listening, man, if you get a chance to meet a billionaire, man, you, should, you should always keep a kumquat in your pocket. Yes, a reserve. In case you meet a billionaire, <laughs> and then just chuck it at his face. That's right, man. And so we get to this pool party on Saturday at their you know, vineyard mansion that they have, and they have this saltwater pool, Yeah. and uh, it, it was just a wild get down, yeah, and they had brunch, and mimosa champagne wine there was a huge lack of beer at all these events so (laughs) people ended up leaving and coming back with cases of beer and you know all of us yeah it it was a great time we had an absolute blast uh that's what happens when a billionaire who owns a vineyard has a wedding for a bunch of fucking trash yes exactly (laughs) pure trash um You're drinking beer at a vineyard, you're, you're trash. <laughs> Dude, this party's happening when we get there. We, uh, you know, we rented a Tesla for the weekend. I highly recommend people rent oh, you. Yeah. You rent yourself oh. a Tesla. You can do it on the yeah. Turo app, and 
it's incredible, man. You can get a Tesla for under a hundred bucks a day. It was worth it, huh? Fun ride. Incredible ride. Absolute blast. Yeah. And yeah, driving on the countryside through California, getting up to, you know, Sonoma Valley. Uh just absolutely beautiful. You can fucking punch it, Mike, and you go from, you know, literally forty to eighty in <laughs> seconds, man. <laughs> like you could just rocket past cars and it's very important question what did emma think of the interior she was obsessed with it we were obsessed with the yeah. car oh yeah the tesla's incredible really yeah. oh like everything interior, yeah. yeah and so uh, we get to this party at the vineyard dude and there's what, what model four other teslas oh uh, sorry it was a model it was a model three it was a brand new one. Oh, uh, brand new all right all right very sporty red um it was a kick-ass ride man Oh, honestly <laughs> yeah you get there of course there's gonna be other Teslas. oh everybody else got a tesla except for my one friend uh he got a jaguar it was a fantastic ride the electric one i don't know what it was but he oh, said it just man. kicked ass that's what he told me yeah uh he was the only one with real man yeah this is true um <laughs> very true uh Dude, the Tesla is incredible, man. It, it's a wild is ride. It? Yeah, it's absolutely just nuts. Um, I, when we got there, the other Tesla drivers were shocked to learn that I never did the Tesla YouTube tutorial. <laughs> I just, I just got I'm in the Tesla. Me yeah, me neither, dude. I just figured I'd figure out how to drive it as I went, and I did, and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great ride, dude. We. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we get to this party, and I show up, and the guy who is the billionaire, he's in this crowd of dudes chatting and, you know, sharing stories, and we walk up, we're saying hello to everybody, and he turns around, and he fumbles something, and he picks it up off the ground, he turns around, and he underhands this kumquat into my face. No! Yeah, dude! Yes! Shut up! And everyone just lost it. They absolutely <laughs> loved it. He gave me a big hug, and he said, he said, I don't really remember when this happened, but they all said it was the funniest story ever and that I had to do this. <laughs> oh, man, that means he's a good guy. That's the best part about this guy. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's a good he, guy with a good sense of humor. Great sense of humor. He uh, he got that kumquat back at me. It was awesome. The kind of billionaire who made it, but then he has a party and his friends come over and they're trash who bring cases of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, dude, like Emma and I were fairly overdressed for each gathering. Uh, a lot of these other people just stuck with the shorts, flip flops, and uh, tattered polo shirt they've been golfing in all day. So that yeah, was kind dude, of... That's <laughs> that's like the one thing i hear from everybody who works for really like if you work for really rich people and i've noticed it when i go into like certain high rises yeah you get you get to dude, the whole like dress up wear gucci or whatever like all this like dude that's like that millionaire people like those are people who are really trying to prove that they're rich the super wealthy are the guys who walk by in this like baggy t-shirt and <laughs> shorts. Oh yeah. And you you don't realize that t you do not realize that t-shirt costs three thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like a Kanye West <laughs> and you know he's wearing it's fitted, it's like <laughs> yeah, cashmere exactly. from the mountains. Yeah. Like, you know, you 
wearing Jay-Z's flip-flops, you know. It looks like something a homeless guy would wear, but it's fucking, you know. And those are the, they're, dude, they don't, they're not trying to be, they're just not trying to impress anybody at that level. You know what I mean? Absolutely I think it's a not. different kind of, like, wealth. Well, this party was, this was a, also, it was a wedding gathering, and uh, there were some people who were on mushrooms, and people were on edibles, oh, and have you ever been in a saltwater pool, Mike? No. You float. You, like, can't sink to the bottom. It's unbelievable. It's, like, so impossible. It's crazy. And you come out really? of it, and your skin feels amazing. You feel like yeah. you just, like, bathed in the fountain of youth, man. It's crazy. So wild. Ah, oh, yeah. So I, uh, I suggested for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lived the high life this weekend, and then we stayed at this beautiful kind of chateau-like, you know, hotel the last night. And the best part about this is the, the final night was the wedding. We stayed in this really nice hotel. The valet guy came out, and uh, he's uh, walking us in with our bags, and he turns and he goes i'm gonna go uh, lock your tesla for you and emma and i look at each other and realized uh we didn't know you had to i don't think we ever locked the tesla the entire trip i think we just <laughs> literally walked away from this car assuming it knew what it to do it knew what to do it's a tesla man which explains why we ran out of so much battery all the time i don't even think i was turning it off i'm pretty sure i was just leaving it on and walking away everywhere we went with this thing I would turn around and be like, off, Tesla, good boy, you know, and just keep walking. <laughs> you thought it was waving goodbye. It was trying to wave you back. Yeah, man, that's true. Turn, right, turn, turn me off, stupid. Come here. <laughs> yeah. There were several times I couldn't start it. You have to do this whole dance with the card, right? So you have to press the brake and, like, tap the card at a certain spot, and the first few times, it looked like I was doing, like, a hookie kabuki dance inside the car with the, <laughs> car, you know, the card in my hand. I'm like, oh, hey, ho, you know, going left or right, like, hey, tapping on the mirror, tapping on this, tapping on my forehead, you know, tapping on Emma. I'm like, come on, start, car, start, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Everywhere, dude, it was like, just tappity-tappity, just tapping it everywhere I can. <laughs> And uh, eventually, I figured it out. I got it into one motion at some point, and I was a master of starting my Tesla. Huh. Yeah. Would you buy one? Mike, 100%. It's the coolest fucking car yeah. on the planet. It's the future, man. I'm telling you, here's the best part, man. Valet guy charged the car overnight. It was at 100% when we got in. It was perfect. Uh, you can find a supercharging station everywhere. They're typically at these malls. You park the car, you stick it into the charger. Uh, if you know how to lock the Tesla, lock your Tesla. Oh, no, yeah, if you know how to turn idea. it off. Yeah, you could turn it off, too. Uh, that's a suggested move. And then, you know, you can walk away into the mall, and we would get some coffee or some, you know, something to eat. You know, it was fucking great, dude. Yeah, not convinced. I I 100% am into it. So anyways, at this party, one of the guests there, he works for NASA and SpaceX. And his brother works for Tesla, one of their main branches. And we were chatting about aliens, as I always do with anyone I meet that works for NASA. <laughs> I immediately, I'm like, yeah, shut up about your nerd stuff. I don't care about the telescope. Shut up. Tell me about the aliens. I want to know everything you know about the aliens right now. 
<laughs> a TikTok. That's us. It's us. All it's right. us. Come on. It's you come know on. it's us. Come on. <laughs> now tell me about the moon bases. What's on Mars? I gotta know. Like it's it's just you know the questions that would flow out of my mouth uncontrollably with just no filter. Two blinks. Hitler's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the moon. Yeah, okay. That's why Russia's building their own space station. <laughs> I must admit, though, when this guy got drunk later at the wedding. He and I were just rolling with laughter about alien stuff. I mean, he he was just he loved it. He really loved talking about that shit. Um, yeah. Anyways, he uh, never. He probably, he probably has <laughs> discussions with like other people like him. You know what I oh, mean? Oh no, but definitely. He gets, like yeah. he gets to talk to like <laughs> yeah. this guy who's been surfing the web for twenty years in between joints and jobs. You know. What I mean? like, so I got this theory in my podcast. Tell me if I'm right or wrong, Doc. <laughs> 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 brother and i six beers in we came up with this theory uh, we, we think it's better than you and all the scientists at nasa that's right yeah. before, right, right. <laughs> insert the word genius at any point please <laughs> i could use the quote for my show <laughs> yeah astrophysicist yeah that's exactly right so uh he's working on you know rocket stuff for spacex a lot of the um testing and whatnot that they're doing i think for the satellites you know nice. the uh the link space link that he's doing yeah and starlink starlink and his brother is tesla guy and he was telling me through info from his brother that uh they uh the teslas that come in that they maintenance at their shops uh, will come in up to 300,000 miles and uh, very minimal wear um, or degradation on the battery life. And uh, they, and the, he said the main issue with the Teslas is because they're so heavy, you burn through tires a lot quicker than you would on a normal car. Yeah, that makes sense. And I got to mention, uh, my total... Fee for charging the Tesla, or for we had it for four days, five, yeah, four days. Um, twenty-seven dollars to fill her up. To fill her up. <clears throat> yeah, though the tired thing is always an issue with them because you know, like a truck, you, it's heavy, but you could just throw some fat ass wheels on it because you got a V eight engine powering it. Yeah, this but car had nice wheels, by the way. Really nice wheels. Yeah, but you're like limited to how wide you can go because the more, the more contact with the ground, the harder it is. You know, so, so you start losing power and battery. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could the see wheel, that. I don't know. The wheel issue is always a an issue with these. Yeah, like, definitely. There's that but... one. There's that one Chevy thing where they're like, they they were only able to get it up to 300 miles an hour. Right. I mean, 300 miles of charge. Because it literally has like bicycle wheels. They're so thin. I don't trust these other EVs because they don't have the same technology that Tesla is using, which is, I believe they do the individual motors per tire. Some. But that's what Tesla does. Well, that's what I think Tesla does versus the other ones. I think the other ones are just crap engines, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I but. think uh, I think Chevy's doing a like a crate motor, like it's it, it's like a power. Oh, motor. really? Like it's like a like what you would think an engine looks like, you know? Like I think what you're talking about, where you have like an engine and then a transmission that 
transfers it to the wheels. Oh, right. Like, I think that's what you're talking about. Well, They're coming up with one. My SpaceX uh, NASA friend insisted, after about three or four uh, vodka martinis, that nothing compares to the gravitational hydro ball that they found from aliens uh, that came from Mars, you know? Uh, uh, ah, no, it's not true. I'm here, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Never got any yeah. info, man. Such a bummer, yeah, dude. He doesn't know. No. no he's, I, crunching num- he's crunching numbers on you know, tra- trajectories and orbits, you know? Yeah, it's lame stuff, I know, but... yeah. Pretty cool. Cool weekend. I like the Tesla. I'm a huge fan. The guy who hit you in the face with a kumquat probably knows more about aliens. <laughs> yeah, he probably does, dude. He definitely yeah, does, man. He's got the inside. Absolutely. With and, like Raytheon. Uh, and, oh, dude. you want... No, go ahead. No, go for it. Just made me think about like the Raytheon thing and everything. I'm excited. You know how we always talk about Ukraine and how it's like crazy what's going on? It's absolutely nuts what's going on in Ukraine, dude. One of the things I was hearing about is, uh, so so apparently they're not making Stinger missiles anymore. Right. And we're just sending them over there to Ukraine. Same thing with, like, the Javelins. So we're just depleting, we are, 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 we're depleting our stock load. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, our reserves. And they were talking about if if they attack Taiwan, we're going to run into a problem where we're going to have to decide whether we want to hold these to protect ourselves in case something happens. <laughs> right. Or if we're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to put us in a really bad situation. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's messed up. And it reminds me of the State of the Union Joe Biden gave this year where he spent the first 20 minutes plus on Ukraine. It was almost like he did the state of Ukraine. So it kind of makes sense that we're doing that his motto for his administration is Ukraine first, America last, right? That's kind of what it seems like. (laughs) You know how we always said the Ukraine war didn't make sense and like what Putin's doing. This might be a combined effort between Russia and China to just deplete our our fucking... Because a big problem is... Now, if if they go into China, if they go into Taiwan, yeah, where are you going to get the computer chips to make more Stinger and Javelin missiles? Exactly. This, you know what I mean? So they're just, they just fucked you. Completely. You're saying they're timing this out for a double whammy where we're yeah, depleted take, and then we can't restock. Can't restock, and they're going to take over Taiwan, and then uh, Zelensky is going to turn around and say thank you very much. He's going to sign a treaty with Russia. Now Russia just got all of that stockpile of arms. <laughs> wow, that's definitely what's going to happen, Mike. That's amazing. I mean, dude, how is that not? <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense, right? Well, how is that not? Yeah, no. And how, I, is that, how is that not what happened every single time in the past hundred years? <laughs> I know, man. That's what's so fucked up about this whole thing, dude. <laughs> dude, what the fuck, man? Well, Mike, the only answer I believe to this is give them more money.
U.S. now developing a long-term plan as Russia's war on Ukraine nears its sixth month. U.S. officials say they are shifting to a longer-term campaign that will likely keep more American troops in, in Europe. A new aid package is going to be announced tomorrow, including an additional $3 billion to train and billion. equip Ukrainian forces right. to fight for years to come. Years. The money will fund contracts for drones, weapons, and other equipment. Hold on. Stop right there. So this $3 billion is going to hold them off for years, guys. Don't years. worry. Yeah, you just sent them $100 billion like two months ago. They, they burned through that. They've burned through a fucking trillion dollars in goddamn six months. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a trillion. How much have we sent them already? It's over $100 billion, right? Yeah, probably a trillion. It's gotta <laughs> be we have billion. to be close to a trillion. Probably the only reason they didn't do 30 and they did three is because 30 would hit the trillion mark, and that was just... You know, not palatable for most of the American public at well, this point. I heard, I heard it was because there was a mansion for sale in Mar Martha's Vineyard. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> Brad and Jennifer. <laughs> oh, are they broken up again or back but together? I know, but Brad put up his home for three hundred million, so Joe Biden needs to buy it. What's ten percent of three billion? Wow, three hundred million. <laughs> Mike, good call, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, what is this money for? What is $3 billion going to get you? I don't understand. I, I don't know what the real number is, but I know for a fact that $40 billion went through a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, I'm serious. So there are $40 billion. We were at $70 billion total at that point, I want to say. So we're, we must. So what's this extra three going to do? Mike, I, to be honest, I was on vacation for four days. I can't, I have no idea how many billions of dollars we gave to uh, Ukraine at that time. <laughs> About a billion a day, Frank. That's what we're burning through. At this point, I'm really not worried about Elon Musk's taxes. I'm not even worried about Nancy Pelosi cheating the fucking stock market. <laughs> I'm worried about where the fuck you guys are sending my money. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, like where are you, what are you guys doing with my money? This is an insane amount. You guys are throwing out numbers. Like, they're just... $3 billion is such an insane amount. You can literally save the south side of Chicago with $3 billion. Yeah. Literally. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. $3 billion. You could hire five years of security to guard the streets, you know what I mean, in the schools. and <laughs> it, I mean, dude, this is ridiculous. Think of just what the roads doing? you could fix, or how many uh, pilots could we hire to you know, improve the airline situation? Oh, like, anything, man, anything. There's so much... Pilots, <laughs> roads, man, there's so many other things. <laughs> just schools, you anything. Been to the South, I was just about to say, you ever been to the South, South Chicago? <laughs> Yeah. Fuck the road, man. They need schools. They shut down so many schools. and That's man. really wild. I recall the year I left. This is around uh, late. It's around 2008-ish, I want to say. Uh, that summer, I distinctly remember they closed 50 public schools in Chicago, mostly on the south side. And that was, you know, 15 years ago. It's not like they did anything with the land. So you just have these fucking <laughs> empty buildings all around. Well, my my point is, fifteen uh, years ago they closed fifty schools. Have they built fifty since? I really don't think so. No, they closed. They more. closed more. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. And you the know, streets just got worse. I mean, public schooling is trash, but you need some sort of schooling <laughs> for people who can't afford the private stuff. I went to a Foot Locker the other day on the West Side, oh, and great. man. 
dude, it's a busy fucking road, right? Yeah. Like, like it's a, it's kind of a main. Uh, it, it goes into Oak Park, so it's like, it's, it's crazy how close you are to like the Franklin Lloyd Wright home. <laughs> you know what wow. I mean? Yeah, that's right. You're, you're you're ten minutes down the road from him. Uh, Twenty minutes down the road from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it is just it's an open drug market. Wow, really? There, that's as crazy. dude as I'm pulling into the lot. These guys are fucking holding up bags to my window. Whatever you want. There's oh girls wow. Girls walking. There's girls walk. Dude, they're not even scared. They're not. They don't care who you are. You're talking about the uh, the whores. The prostitutes? Oh, and then there's girls walking the parking lot. Yeah. Wow. And then as soon as they literally come up to you, like, hey, sugar, what you doing tonight? You're like, ah, no, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, you must be a f- don't worry girls this guy's a homo he ain't into girls you're like dude i I just don't want a hooker right now i'm I'm here to fix a toilet like what the fuck is going on i uh crazy and then there's like a private security guard right yeah he i swear to god he was the pimp he's watching this parking lot oh dude it was like a snoop dog movie i'm not even joking like Imagine you know like a like you're a thinking Snoop Dogg. Uh, like an Ice Cube uh, Ice Cube no, no, movie, no. movie featuring Snoop Dogg. I would imagine. Yes, like car wash. <laughs> car wash like car is car what wash. I was thinking exactly. Yes, yeah. where Snoop Dogg was like the security guard, right? So he was yeah. wearing no security outfit except for the coat that said security. Oh, and then the hat that was backwards. You know what I mean? And wow, all the gold gold chains and everything. And he was the one that told the girls to leave me alone. Oh, wow. Nice. It was so funny, man. I was like, man, you're right, Ice Cube, dude. It was like you right out of an Ice Cube movie. <laughs> well, that sounds lovely. I recall uh, back in the I w- day. I, w- I would have bought the weed if I didn't have the name of the company. No, the don't name, buy the weed, the, the, Mike. The, well, no, because when I turned down the first couple guys... Then they busted out the good weed. You can just like tell by looking at it. That shit looked good. But <laughs> dude, the guy had it. I don't like. It was like the size of a jewel bag, but like clear. You know. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what you would call it. Like something you'd get bread in. You know. All like right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was like that big. It was just like this giant bag of weed. You're just standing there with it. That's not weed, man. That's going to be catnip, oregano, everything else you can imagine. Nah, those nugs look good on that guy. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, uh, I recall a long time ago, we were in a parking lot at a liquor store in the south side near UIC. And we were getting beer, and it was one of those liquor stores where only one at a time could go in. And, they had, <laughs> and everything's behind the, like, foot-thick... Uh, bulletproof glass like the whole store is behind it so there's like one foot of store you can enter right it's a dead man trap yes exactly the the, the doors lock everything it's you're stuck it's quite a scene but it's necessary i understand and we were waiting in the car and uh you know pete uh roach he was uh next to us uh he was next to me in the car uh like next to the window and this lady comes walking up from the storefront and she walks up. Uh, she's a lady of the night, if you will. And she yeah. walks up to the window, <laughs> and she uh, she looks at Pete, and she goes, "Ooh, you look like a vampire." And 
<laughs> you know? And Pete's like, oh, yeah? All right. Yeah, all right on. And she tried, you know, getting him to come and boogie down, and oh, yeah. he wasn't too interested. I wouldn't be either. Uh, she wasn't the greatest. A little rough. Yeah, a little rough. South side, you know, but that's my horror story for the day. Tattoos, bullet move, <laughs> tattoos, bullet wounds, and stretch marks, man. That's what you get. That is what. Well, speaking of another horror, Mike, uh, it was a significant sign-off this weekend, the end of an era, if you will. You know oh, what I'm talking about. Oh, someone say the biggest whore. Maybe the fattest. I can... <laughs> Definitely the ugliest. <laughs> But we'll give him best set of tits, you know? We'll yes, best. <laughs> yeah, great tits on that one, you know? <laughs> of course we're talking about Brian Stelter, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> and when I say great tits, I'm including the third one on top of his head. <laughs> that's right. That's a bald joke from a bald guy, Brian. That's how low you, that's how low you sink. Oh, man. He's definitely at home right now eating a tub of ice cream, right? Like, absolutely. Oh, uh, Come on. You say ice cream. I thought he was going straight for the lard and, like, polishing oh, his head with that. it. <laughs> oh, you know he's using it as a lube. Oh, my God. This guy's a sad man right now, dude. <laughs> this is a sad man. That was all he had. He didn't have looks. He didn't have talent. No, <laughs> no skills. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, I believe he was at one point a writer for the New York Times, and that's how he got this job. Yeah, because he was like twenty, and he wrote some article. He was going to be the young prodigy. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. People, when you back the wrong horse, get out after the first (laughs) race. Just get out. Don't let that carry. Don't let that carry on. I, I forgot who said it, dude. I didn't know, but the sh- you know that show's been on for thirty years. It's outrageous. Yeah, he just ru- he ruined a thirty year show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it, was, it was a solid show for thirty years, dude. They just kept passing the mic. All you had to do was take the mic and not blow it. You blew it. oh man sad day for us because mike that's one less person to make fun of what's going on here this world is just getting smaller by the day they're dropping like flies (laughs) don lemon's gonna be next (laughs) did you you see who they got on there this chick before anderson cooper no Oh god! Oh god! You gotta, you everybody tomorrow. You need to check it out. CNN six o'clock, uh, Central. You gotta check it out before her complete soul leaves her body. Oh, but god. now you can watch it slowly leave Ooh, one hour at a time. Nice. <laughs> her name's like I think it's Erin Burnett. I knew you were gonna say Erin Burnett, <laughs> dude. Sometimes she's reading it and it's like. And the January 6th was the end of democracy. (laughs) (laughs) You can just see it in her face. She's slowly dying on the inside, talking about Jan 6th. And today they were, uh, she kept, she was asking this guy about the documents from 
Donald Trump's office. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And you're like, dude, you can just see it in her. Like, this is not what I signed up for. No. To, li- to listen to this fucking nerd explain to me <laughs> why this ultra class. Of- dude, now they have a new term. I don't know. I've seen enough Indiana Jones movies to know top secret is like top secret. That's the top. Tip top. Right. Right? Yeah. Now there's like ultra secret. Oh, like ultra mega? Ultra top secret that like is a, uh, yeah, it's so stupid. (laughs) So now there's ultra mega top secret? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not mega. It's just ultra top secret. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like if top secret is the top of the bookcase, if I could this if I could get this correct from CNN, right? Yeah. If uh, top secret is the top of the bookcase, the top shelf of the bookcase, this is like the stuff you put on top of the bookcase. Wow. So it's not even on a shelf. That's how secret this is. You That's know what incredible. I mean? it's, it's, where it's do, top. where does top chef rank amongst all these uh, top? So- <laughs> <laughs> I love Top Chef, Mike. You know me. Good show. Oddly enough, he was one of the FBI agents that raided in case there was any culinary uh, Oh, secrets. that's beautiful. You know, yeah, they well. needed somebody for the nuclear secret, so they brought the dog. You thought it was a dog, but it was actually the dog man. Wow, uh, dog man. Operation Ratatouille, I believe is what they called yeah. it. <laughs> had to bring a Top Chef for all the top secret you know, culinary <laughs> Oh, man. Well, speak- it's such a joke, man. It is such a joke to watch these people talk about it. Well, <laughs> you know how I know you found nothing? You haven't, you haven't re- released anything. You would have fucking blown that shit from the rooftops, dude. You know what I mean? CNN has nothing to talk about. And that's why their main program apparently was reliable sources. What was the point of reliable sources? To talk about other news shows. Mike, that's our job. The dude men, come on. <laughs> we do it for free. Yeah, stay in your lane, CNN. Yeah. Tell the news. We make fun of you. Come on. All right, uh, let's get it out of the way. We've made fun of him enough. Here is your swan song, Brian Stelter. That's what it's all about, right? That's what Reliable Sources have been about. It's documented and dissected the changing media world for 30 years. I mean, we're living through an era of dizzying change. We have supercomputers in our pocket. We are all members of the media now. That's probably the biggest change that's happened while this show was on the air. And by the way, that's why it's loony to say the media is the enemy of the people. The media is the people. People are flawed and opinionated and curious and hopeful and believing in accountability. And that's the watchword here. Accountability. So this show's going away, but there's going to be so many more. We need to have room for media criticism and debate and discussion, and we will. So much of the media ecosystem in 2022 is garbage, but so much of it is spectacular. The hard part sorting out the treasure from the trash. Thorny, <laughs> complicated. Says the garbage. Things. I know, I didn't know had all the answers. I didn't know. I'm sorry, the garbage I can. can. Says Oscar, the grouch, Mike. So, yeah. in, in the garbage can. Get out of here. <laughs> all the questions. You literally are the garbage can, buddy. <laughs> Overflowing with garbage. Huh. The nerve of this guy. If you were half the man you think you are, your show would still be on the air. (laughs) (laughs) If you were just half of everything you're saying, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry. Go ahead. I I, I tried so hard not to interrupt. Oh, no. I'm listening to him here, and I'm thinking, Brian, 
Have you ever watched your show? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the shit you put out? This is why you're in the can. You're an asshole. The public has spoken. You've been wrong about everything, buddy. Everything. Everything, man. Go sit on the curb with Rob Reiner and just be pissed and miserable with the world, which is what you want to do. Remember that guy you shit on a few months ago? Joe Rogan? Yeah, he is 11 million people's reliable source. (laughs) So unreal here, man. Who does he he think he is? And he runs a show with one stoner behind a computer. You know what I mean? Like... They, they, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah. He even mentions it. I don't know if we got to it yet. How he oh, has sorry. like 4,500 people working for him. Like, dude, this is the crap you put out for this many you years. You had 4,500 4, people <laughs> working for you? Dude, you only had 450,000 viewers, dude. That's 100, 100 people per fucking people working for you? Dude, dude man's got a better ratio than that. <laughs> shit <laughs> you had to hire a person for every 100 viewers jesus christ yeah and how many of those viewers are like hospitals like lounges and you know dealerships and what did you <laughs> all you, you know, needed was airports. one guy to listen to joe rogan and then tell you what you don't agree with what did the other 4,499 <laughs> people do all day you know what I mean? <laughs> like one guy had to check tmz that was it <laughs> Fuck, I gotta replace all of them. <laughs> TMZ, the Daily Wire. Then the Washington Post. You got every, you got everything you need there for Brian Stelter. That's right. That is right. Oh god. Alright, well uh let's let Brian what? uh finish it off here. And uh this clip I'm sure a lot of people have heard him sign off, but I found a deep cut that uh didn't exist in uh most of people's cuts, maybe because it goes a little bit long. But I found it to be a very important ending to the show. It's very, It was very the gift convenient. of a lifetime to get to confront these issues on international television with the backing of CNN. Here's what I do know. I know it's not partisan to stand up for decency and democracy and dialogue. It's not partisan to stand up to demagogues. It's required. It's patriotic. We must make sure we don't give platforms to those who are lying to our faces. But we also must make sure we are representing the full spectrum of debate and representing what's going on in this country and in this world. That's why CNN needs to be strong. That's why I believe CNN will always be strong. You, you viewers at home, it's on you. CNN must remain strong. I know the 4,500 staffers are going to do. He must have Kamala Harris's writer. He said strong there like uh, six or seven times. Okay, we get it. We get it. Dude, you just stopped it right on the part, man. That 4,500 people. Oh, sorry. No, I you're right, help, though. Yeah, I, I, help help <laughs> yeah, I know. The I Kamala wanted Harris. To, by the way, I was gone all weekend. And I was like looking. I'm like, man, what did Kamala do stupid this weekend? Dude, she's gone, man. Ghosted. No, they're hiding all of Biden's them. Biden's gone. They're out of yeah, the news. Why, they're dis- that's why they're, disappeared. That's why <laughs> that's why that's why their fucking uh, numbers are going up, man. They literally they raised the they lowered the what gas. What do you think prices. they're doing, dude? <laughs> CNN looked at Joe Biden and the camel, and they're like, maybe we could do that with Brian Stelter. We'll hide him for a couple <laughs> weeks in the basement, bring him out of the guest spot. You know? Yeah, the Tubin. It's a good move. Yeah. Oh, Tubin. He's gone too, right? He's gone Tubin. You mean? He, he went Tubin all the way, yeah. <laughs> 
fucking guys. They're all a bunch of weirdos. All right, finish it off, Brian. Yeah, it's you know, the 4,500 staffers. Their part. To make it stronger than ever. But it's going to be on you. Stronger. To hold CNN accountable. And not just CNN. You got to hold your local paper accountable. You got to hold your local digital outlet accountable. It's on all of us. We are all members of the media, all helping to make it better. That's what I believe. Can't wait to be watching CNN, seeing what happens in the future. I'm going to be rooting for it. I want CNN to be strong. I believe America needs CNN to be strong. Strong. I believe the free world needs CNN to be strong. Strong. And it will continue to be. Because all of us are going to help make that happen. Stay strong, Brian. The free world (laughs) needs a reliable source. So, for reliable sources, for the last time, I'm Brian Stelter. Thanks for being with us. (laughs) I love that ending. He says... He says, the world needs a reliable source. So for the last time, as reliable sources. <laughs> uh, that, are, you, are, you, are you insinuating the world is ending, Brian? Oh, my God. Did you catch the final sign-off? Here it is. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> Porky, I knew it was you the whole time. There's no way a man could have that face-to-body ratio. I knew it was Porky. (laughs) It had to be. His hairstylist burned him with a hair iron one time, and it smelled like bacon. I knew it was fucking Porky. Uh, it was uh, the guy that just left. Uh, free, like the old Lex, fucking whatever his name was. The really old, bald, ugly-looking dude. They, they looked very similar. It yeah. was yeah, dude. It is so funny because you just look at Brian Stelter, dude. You're like, who the fuck looked at you and was like, yeah, that's a face for television. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then you look at the guy that hired him. It's just an older version of Brian Stelter. <laughs> You're thinking of Jeff Zucker, and yeah, they both—they're yeah. both thumbs. Yeah. They look like thumbs, literally. And this is coming from a bald man. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I don't mean uh, any I'm, disrespect. Uh, you don't see me on TV, dude. I'm sticking behind this mic, staying on radio. You know? <laughs> oh man, Zucker. Yeah, yeah. They are exactly the same. And uh, so farewell, funny. Brian. No, you guys will be indistinguishable in the unemployment line. (laughs) Oh, man, they're hanging together. They're having a good time. They're over on Epstein's Island right now. You know. think so? Oh, yeah. Well, Frank, I'm going to count this as a win, dude. We've outlasted CNN Plus and Brian Stelter. Oh, yeah. You're right. We're we're running out of things to make fun of. They keep failing too much. (laughs) Yeah, man, I can't, uh, and you know, I don't, uh, carry enough water here in the studio to play Amy Goodman clips every day, so, uh, <laughs> I get way too dehydrated listening to Amy Goodman, so we can only do one of those a week. We all have seen the news, the Colorado River's drying up. <laughs> no, get Amy away from here, away! Get out- <laughs> She's like a sponge! Fly her to Minnesota, it's the land of 10,000 lakes, she'll be great. <laughs> be great.
Yeah, man. Poor Brian. Brian's gone. You know he was only making like a mil a year. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he gets endorsement deals. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, he does. Twitter's yeah. like ten thousand people. It's like nothing. I'll be honest. I think there's nothing uh, enjoyable about being on TV like that. It just must be so heinous. You're obsessed look with your Tuck- looks. Look at Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker's killing it. He's he killing it, man. Yeah, he is. Probably because sure. he doesn't. He like doesn't own a TV. Uh yeah, and he does everything out of his like home studio, I believe. Oh, uh, does he? Yeah, I think he operate. I don't think he goes to like a Fox studio. I think he does everything out of his joint. And uh, I he did an interview on Adam Carolla's show, and he talked about how Adam Carolla inspired him to do his studio like at near his home. Yeah. So that I think that's why he's so relaxed all the time. And you know what? He dropped the bow tie. The bow tie was ridiculous, man. Yeah, but you got to get your in. You know, it was his <laughs> in. You got to get in, you know. It's true. Very true. I'd put a bow tie on if it made me famous. Uh, really? Yeah? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's how that's see, Stelter. That's how uninteresting you are. Even in trying to talk about your firing, we ended up talking about Tucker. Yeah, so, nice job. <laughs> he even stole the limelight of your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've already been forgotten, Brian. <laughs> that's right. Well, it was hard to hold on to that news. I feel like it dropped out real quickly. Uh, everyone honestly just wouldn't stop talking about this, Mike. Paul Pelosi, husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> pleaded guilty to charges of driving under the influence of alcohol and causing injury in May. Paul Pelosi's plea agreement comes with a list of consequences that include five days in jail, a three-month drunk driving program, one year with an ignition interlock device, restitution payments, and three years of probation. Paul Pelosi was not in court and chose to appear through his defense counsel. Yeah, see, everyone was talking about this. They forgot about Brian. So sad. Yeah, that's a big story, man. Paul Pelosi. (laughs) Got into a drunken accident. He's... Just gonna walk away. Wait, did he get into an accident? I thought he just got pulled over. I don't even know. The- no, no, no. Oh, it was an accident, and they're saying nobody got hurt. That didn't you hear about the airbag theory? No. <laughs> so Nancy, you know, old fun bag Nancy was over on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and the he got into an accident, and the passenger airbags went off. And unlike these new cars, they only go off if somebody's sitting in the seat. There's a lot of rumors out there that there was a young lady in the car with him. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike, I love rumors. I, I love, love rumors. rumors. <laughs> Come on, man. The rumors are always better than the truth. <laughs> Absolutely, but they always end up true. That's the best part. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> this one's pretty easy to believe. We are saying Paul had himself a little uh, lady of the night, if you will. 
I believe he had a lady in the car. Whether she was a lady of the night, I don't want to judge. Yeah, you're you know, thinking like a that. little girlfriend, side girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Maybe a little, yeah. Yeah, a little sugar baby. Man, I can't believe that. Why would he want to break from Nancy Pelosi's rocking tits, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I don't understand. My tits are only 40. <laughs> <laughs> My tits and her are the same age. <laughs> No way, dude. If if this is all secretive, that means only one thing about this young lady, Mike. She was extra young, and by oh, extra yeah. young, I'm saying underage. That's oh, right. Oh, Frank, 14's prime, you know what I mean? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know she was young, yeah. Especially if you got to sweep it so fast under the rug like that and yeah there was they hit a lot of evidence about this whole situation a lot of evidence i like because he was like good he's like and here's the thing right he's like coming back from a party that's right young lady in the car what kind of party was this you know what i mean and like you know you guys are fucking covering up all the gislaine clients and like is this a fucking epstein to Here's uh, he was... why. Here's what happened: is we took away your all little perverted island, That's and now right. you guys are getting caught because you're doing it on the mainland. Ooh, you know, you know what I good mean? call. You know, he was probably hanging out at Seth Green's house, from what I've been hearing. Really? Oh yeah. How the fuck would they be hanging out? Seth Green is a uh, well-known and has been called out for being a huge pedophile. And him and his wife apparently put together parties and whatnot. Yeah, the, the, the comedian Austin Powers, right? Yes, sir. And I'll, I'll I'll go one up with you on this one. I'll take it to the next level. Apparently, uh, chicken is a term in the pedophilia world for children. They use chicken as a way to kind of use a different phrase. And robot, the word robot is a term also uh, synonymous with slave. And so, robot chicken, slave children. Robot chicken is Seth Green's uh, lifelong project that he does on uh, Cartoon Network or whatever it is. I love your conspiracy theories, man. That is. I'll, I'll further it up for you. There was a comedian who uh, suicided now, himself. Do... Are you ready? He killed himself. Yeah. After, right before he killed himself, he went on a Twitter rant in which he accused Seth Green of inviting him to partake in pedophilia and showed him his slave dungeon that he had hidden in his home. And then he was suicided. Wow. Yes, sir. That's my theory. So you want to bring it back to Paul Pelosi? Paul Pelosi was hanging out. He's a California guy, right? This happened in California. Wow, dude, we got there from a DUI. (laughs) Folks, only show in the world you get this kind of action. God bless our freedom of speech. That's right. It's almost gone, so that's why we do it now. <laughs> You're right. This asshole's at a fucking Seth Green pedophilia party. I guarantee probably, it, man. Seth Green's a major player. took a player. little parting gift home. You know what I mean? Here's what's interesting about the Seth Green thing is apparently his wife is also a major player with him. They run kind of a tandem team, if you will. And I find that kind of an interesting uh, parallel to, you know, the Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein kind of tandem team kind of scenario. 
and maybe Jeffrey and Ghislaine played the political business end, and maybe Seth Green and his wife have been playing kind of the more um, Hollywood end. Ooh. And both probably dabble, right? Get a little Chris Tucker over on Epstein Island. You know, a little Kevin Spacey. Well, I'm sure you're using <laughs> both to, like, recruit. Oh, yeah. I mean? Oh, definitely. Because you got to get the celebs for the parties, you know? Right. And you got to get the politicians to sanction the parties and the businesses and the And, yeah. Trafficking. Oh, and also, you need Captain America to go out on Twitter and say, hey, folks, vote blue no matter who. No matter who, yeah. Oh, that's so sick. That's where Seth we're Green, huh? Seth Green, a lot of shit online he about him. He was probably him. molested as a kid, huh? And then now he's... Well, he was a child actor, I believe. Actor, All yeah. these kid actors, they get fucked with, and then they end up, you know, doing the fuckery themselves later on in life. It's a vicious cycle. And Hollywood... You know, uh, parents out there, keep your children away from Hollywood. <laughs> oh, That's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, so why gross. on earth parents try to just get their kids into fame. It's just beyond me. Like that is just a one way ticket straight to hell. Honestly, dude, like, uh, no one ends up having a good life when they're a child actor, <laughs> except for Leonardo uh, DiCaprio, who can be Mr. Ah, I'm green energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody eat bugs while and I uh, hang out on my super fucking, yacht and bang supermodels. <laughs> fucking Victoria's secret models, dude, exclusively. That's, that's crazy. Weird times, man. But yeah, Paul Pelosi leaving a party with some underagers. I wouldn't put it past allegedly. the uh, Seth Green. Allegedly. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Allegedly. <laughs> Gotta throw it in there. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, Seth Green party. That's my theory. I didn't know that about him. That's crazy. All right. He's probably not the only one, no doubt about well, it. The real question, though, is who's, who's Nancy fucking? That's what I want to know. Oh, well, probably Captain America would be my guess, or uh, who's that loser that I can't stand? Uh, the Hulk. Mark Ruffalo? I'm sure him and Nancy uh, uh, get jiggy with it. And she does better than Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> probably Aquaman, right? Ooh. Like, that's the trade-off. Jason Momoa? No way, dude. Dude, you get to be Aquaman, <laughs> but when she calls... You gotta go, you know what I mean? You gotta get, wow. get out of the sea and go dive into that muff, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, <laughs> man. At least she's got those tits, Mike, you know, I'm all about them. <laughs> oh, if the tits are 40, the pussy's gotta be 30, you know what I mean? Like she probably gets that thing redone every 10 years. Wow, that's right. Well, you know, maybe you can direct the adrenochrome right you can be like uh send this shot all the way down to my vagina please <laughs> you get it right into the labia checked <laughs> it right oh into there you know? <laughs> how is this creature still alive it's unbelievable how are any of them still alive dude oh and by the way i just hung out in nancy pelosi's district for a day how does she keep getting voted in it is mind-blowing how disgusting san francisco really? is isn't she uh san francisco isn't that what yeah my God, dude, it is just trash everywhere. Really? <laughs> Several blocks. You're like walking down the street. Oh, okay, it smells like shit. Turn the corner. Eh, all right, smells like piss. Okay, yeah. Well, oh, now it's just pure sewage. Just the whole combo right here. Oh, for the whole block. <laughs> all right, nice. This is great. Breathe it in. Breathe it in, baby. 
San Francisco, man. I mean, we we were cruising uh, out of it, and we were debating on staying for another hour to get like a sandwich or something. We we are had already eaten some good food, but debating. We're cruising through. We're at a stoplight. We both turn and look at this bus stop at the same time, and this filthy homeless guy just leans over and just vomits like uh, an entire day's worth of his life, you know, just right there, yeah. right, just in the daylight, just in front of everybody at this bus stop. It was a spectacular scene, and we decided to wait on lunch until we got to Santa Rosa. We said, <laughs> uh, you know what, let's take a cruise. <laughs> It's always better to get out of the city. (laughs) The cities have become so disgusting. Uh, Yeah, man. And I I don't know how people are putting up with it. Denver is filthy, too. But um, I have to say San Francisco was really shocking. It was really terrible right now. With the exception of, and this is the one thing San Fran has got going for it right now, the marijuana smoking lounges. Thank you. Wonderful idea. Everyone who has legalized and recreationalized smoking pot needs to embrace this concept, man. It's so, as a, you know, as someone living in an area, would you rather people smoking their weed outside in front of your kids or, you know what I mean, in the public or in a designated area where they can hang out and smoke some doobies, do some dabs, and then enter the world stoned off out of their minds, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, pro- <laughs> the problem is the driving. Because there's no limit. The argument is you could go to a bar, and as long as you know, as long as you have the .08, you can drive. But how do we do it with weed? Has there been definitive proof or any kind of stats that indicate smoking weed impairs your driving abilities like alcohol does? Yeah, it has, but they always use people with like no tolerance. Well, of course. <laughs> so. It's the same thing with booze, like people who are, you know, an alcoholic, eh, I don't know. That's a touchy subject. Yeah, and I get it, but I think <laughs> I do they agree they should it. have them, man. Like, we had great. this hookah lounge right down the block. Oh, nice. If you nice. could smoke weed in there, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I never go in there, but I would if you could smoke weed in there. You know? Oh, man. Mike, this place, you walk up, buy your weed, you walk around a little turnstile, you go into the little smoking lounge, they had it all retrofitted and retro style like you were in the 70s. And um, each table had little ashtrays and little kind of setups with like a rolling mini table thing and, you know, a grinder, papers, cones, you know, anything you wanted. Mm. You hang out and roll up a doobie and smoke it down. It was great. Yeah, that sounds nice. How was the prices of the weed? A little more expensive than what we have going out here in Colorado, but Colorado's market is tanked. Uh, so. It's not a good thing here, but uh, quality-wise, Mike, probably the, some of the best stuff I've had in a long time. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and I really love the way they set up their uh, stores. You know, it's very open, and you can kind of choose different brands, and they're very kind of uh, free with how they let you kind of uh, take a look at it and smell it and all that stuff. And the percentage-wise, I mean, we bought some weed that was 51%, dude. Like nugs? 51 THC content. Yeah, just like a, an actual nug. It was a 51. nug of marijuana. No way. Yeah. There's no way. We bought one earlier, like a few days before, that was like 40 uh, something percent. That can't be. They're doing it. 
That's insane. Half of the weight, half of the mass is THC. It was unbelievable, man. Wow. All right. Mind melting. Yeah. <laughs> was it good? Did it taste good? Oh, it tasted great. Floored yeah, me. It was great. I had a great time yeah. smoking it. Yeah. So. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. You know, to tie it back to Paul Pelosi, Nancy, that's the one good thing you got going for you. Nice job with the smoking lounges. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, please get out of get out of office. You're too oh, old. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your tits on the beach somewhere with Paul and his girlfriend. You guys can have a great time. Go to Seth Green's house. Get the face redone a couple more times. That's right. And then you can go uh, bang Jason Momo on the side whenever you feel it, right? Yeah. Aquaman. <laughs> Is it Momo or Momoa? It doesn't matter. Momo. Yeah, you pay him enough money, you call him whatever you want, Frank. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's how these slaves work. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow this show it's all about slaves and whores good episode today folks we're really uh well, we are talking know, america we're talking <laughs> <laughs> it just went that way because we we're talking brian stelter and paul pelosi so <laughs> oh, yeah. just all whores all day can't help it <laughs> oh and Zelensky. wow that's the trifecta of whores <laughs> i'm starting to think whores were in the world <laughs> <laughs>